I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Chicago Sports Station. Ian Happ, outfielder for your Chicago Cubs. That's why playing at Wrigley is the best. Chicago and, uh, and the Cubs faithful, they are incredible. They keep us up every single day. In the air center field, Alford back, turn in, Ian Happ. Get out the tape measure for Ian Happ. What would you think about trying to do a quarantine coffee? Dinger dollars for everybody, Ian Happ will touch them all. Hair looking so good. Just crazy. So good. Way back, gone! Ian Happ ties up the game. Host of the Compound Podcast. I have, a, I have a bone to pick with both of you. Oh, joy. Uh-oh. Listen, you guys were all in on this pants up thing. Pants up. We're going pants up. It's pants up podcast. Pants up. You did pants up one day. You had a good day. Why don't you go pants up again? Pants up socks. Okay? Over pants yeah. up. Go over four. I punched twice. I'm over it. And you know what else? You know what else? I got bug bites all over my shins. Okay? Because I didn't have hey. pants to protect me. And I didn't, no one told me about this. I'm sitting in center field. My legs start to itch a little bit in like the eighth inning. And before you know it, I can't. My legs are just roasted. I'm just scratching the skin off my legs. Ian Happ with Bernstein and Rahimi on the score. Yeah, see, they don't tell you those things. All the, uh, the, the pants up community, the pants up lobby doesn't want you to know the potential negatives of being bitten up. So be it. And then, and then of course, Zach says, well, he didn't commit to it enough. He's got to, he's got to actually go even, even harder into it. Ian Happ joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. You can follow the Cubs outfielder and compound podcast host on Twitter at IHAP underscore one. How are you recharging, Ian? Trying to. Uh, doing well, I think. I was, I was just talking to somebody about, uh, the all-star break and this is our time to recharge and you know people will go on little vacations or get away or do little things and then you relate it back to you know it's actually we're flying out tonight to arizona so it's you know three and a half days off uh and it's like a long weekend that seems logistically is, good yeah yeah which is which is really funny you know this is this is the big break it's like well it's basically a long weekend uh but it's been great it's been great to have some some downtime. It's been great to kind of get a couple of days with family, see friends, um, and and kind of be able to to recharge the batteries. Um, obviously, um, uh, for me, I spent in Chicago and, and now flying with the team to, to Arizona tonight. So um, 
just excited to get going again. I think you you spend a couple of days away and it's nice, and then then you're ready uh, to get back and, and keep playing baseball. Do you watch the home run derby? Do you watch the All Star game? I saw some highlights. Um, you know, I was trying to trying to do the the complete getaway and and really um, you know have some 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 dinners, some nights that were fun and and kind of away from it. So I saw highlights. Um, and and uh, podcast on Monday night, so we were we were talking uh, kind of at the end of the derby, I guess, and maybe it had just finished. So some of those guys had seen um, the way it finished up. So we talked about that a little bit. But uh, I saw KB lined out, which is very very apropos. We'll line out the left diving play, um, uh, and and Craig had a clean uh, two thirds. So I uh, made sure to check up on those guys. Yeah, that's nice of you. It's a good teammate thing to do. Did you catch his interview at all, Chris Bryant, with Joe Buck during the game? Uh, yeah, I saw I saw the kind of highlights of it, you know, and um, I feel for him. I feel for, uh, and I saw the uh, what Big Poppy said too about going to Boston, and I and I just those are super difficult questions that don't have right answers. Um, and not only that, but you know that this is a guy who's done unbelievable things in a cup uniform. Uh, he's been rookie of the year. He's been MVP. He's been a world series champ. He's been, that was his fourth all-star game. He's been four, four time all-star in, in six possible, um, years, um, with, with, you know, seven years under his belt as a cubby. Um, you know, his, his son, um, you know, this is kind of his, his son's home. He's probably spent more time here than he has in Vegas. Uh, and, and just little things like that. Like this has been a really special city to him and his family. Um, he's done a lot for the city. And so, um, those questions about, about leaving, about the possibility that he can't control it all, um, are difficult. Like I said, they have no right answers. And, um, that guy's just trying to enjoy being an all-star and represent the Chicago Cubs in the best way he can. So, um, I think he did a good job of dodging. He did a good job of, of giving the right answers because he's a super nice guy and he would never blow anybody up on air, but, um, you know, not easy. Well, that's good perspective because we did talk about a little bit earlier, not just us a day ago, but really also this morning because of what's come out. And I joke that Chris Bryant is like the kid that you grow up with where your parents are like, why can't you be more nice like Chris Bryant? Because he does always find the right thing to say. He handled it well. But even you telling us right now that that is not an easy thing to discuss on that stage gives it a little bit of credence. Yeah, and I, and I think nobody wants to answer questions like that, um, and and you kind of you kind of dread because you can't say the right thing. So, whether you say, "No, I'm out, I'm done," say so for the next chapter, everybody hates you. And if you say, "Oh, uh, you know, I never want to leave Chicago. I hope I'm here for the rest of my life," then uh, it, you know people get on you for not being able to accept reality, and then it probably makes it harder if you actually do get moved. So, um, there's no right answer there. And there's trying to enjoy uh, or, or what you should be doing, right, is enjoying the All-Star game and having this amazing experience for the fourth time and really savoring it. And one of the things we talk about a lot and, and that I've heard Chris talk about is you never know when it's going to be your last All-Star game, playoff game. Some of these things that you can't control, you never know when it's going to be your last one of those. So getting to experience those moments and really stay in the moment, really cherish them. And you know, when when probably when that first question hits, which is a, probably on media day on Monday before the Derby, uh, you know, then he's probably dreading every time he's going to be interviewed, whether it's during the game, whether it's after the game, whether it's on Fox, 
every one of those is probably tough for him because he's, he's having to think, oh, God, are they going to ask me this question? Am I going to have to dodge it again? Um, and so I feel for him that, that he probably – that was probably his uh, toughest um, – as far as mentally and, and, and addressing questions, all-star game uh, that he's had to go through. And, and, you know, I hope that, um, you know, see him tomorrow and, and uh, be able to be able to talk about it. Hopefully that, hopefully it was a fun experience for him and Jess and, and Kyler. How much have you talked amongst yourselves in various group chats, et cetera, about the, any of the fallout from the Wilson Contreras comments and then David Ross coming back and, and really kind of slapping him down fairly forcefully, both in his approach and saying we like to keep that in-house and essentially saying he's wrong and we don't have anybody who isn't trying their hardest. And now you got teammates kind of caught in the crossfire. Yeah, I think that's something that um, you know we, we've addressed it in the clubhouse. It's something that we and we we've all played together for a really long time, which has snuck up on us. But you know, these guys have been with Wilson for for six years. This is my fifth year with Wilson, and so you know, we were able to have a great conversation uh, amongst teammates. And some of those things uh, in the media sometimes uh, there's a little bit of, of, of a language barrier where some of the stuff that that he said that he wasn't wasn't exactly how he wanted to say it um and and it obviously didn't come out um very well and and as teammates you know you, you don't want to hear something like that because everybody's on the field trying uh as hard as they can uh everybody's putting their work in um and and giving the best effort they can out there and, and, and most knows that you know he's played with us long enough that he knows um, how hard everybody's trying and how, how much of, uh, uh, of an effort that we dipped in day out. But, um, it was, it was, there was more to it. There was more things that, that needed to be worked out and said and talked about. And, uh, one of the most difficult things for our group year in and year out is that we want to succeed at the highest level. And we know that we have the talent and the ability to do so. Uh, and so underperforming that talent uh, and underperforming where we think we can be at the end of every year um, is, is something that's challenging for us. And we know exactly what it looks like. Those guys, even more than I do, because they, you know, they knew what the 15 and 16 teams looked like um, that, that were, you know, I don't know, I don't know how many games the 15 team won, but then the you know, winning the World Series in 16, they know what that clubhouse looks like. They know what, um, that, that brand of baseball looks like. I think we had it in 17. I think we had it in 18. Um, and so to, for me, being able to you know, relate to those guys and, and have a conversation about how do we get this team to that point where we really feel like um, we, we have the ability as a team um, to make progress, to, to kind of cut into this um, lead in the second half. And, and we talked a lot about the 2017 team. We were, I think, five games down at the break. Um, you know, took a recharge, came hot out of the break, won six in a row, and kind of didn't look back and took the division by storm that second half. So that, that those are just um, some of the things that, that we want to be better at as a team, and, and those conversations um, happen in the clubhouse, and, and we try to find a way of, of, of how to get to that point and be the Chicago Cubs that we want to be. I also think it's the good time to remind people that players – are the ones most motivated like fans think, Oh, this guy might not be trying or this and that. And and then we hear what Wilson says. So we're going to have a certain opinion about it based on what we see or based on the emotion that a fan has or that a media person has watching. And when you say there's more to it, how do you define that? Not just the, the attitude and the product that we've seen on the field of the teams you mentioned before. 
but maybe also what Wilson was trying to say and how you know him to speak to everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he, he talking about mentality or um, connectivity uh, is far different than effort. Um, but sometimes it's difficult, you know, when he's not speaking his native language to be able to articulate that. Can you imagine uh, doing interviews uh, in, in another language and, and trying to be as articulate as you possibly can when dancing around a sensitive subject? I have enough uh, trouble because, with English, so there's yeah, that. Yeah, because I cannot. You know, I've put my foot in my mouth in, in interviews uh, in English, so, um, you know, I, I, can't, I can't possibly imagine. But the... Um, but, but just... Going back, we know uh, the ability of this group, and, and I think it is the narrative that players, when the team is not doing well, it's because players are not trying as hard because they, they've given up or they don't care, is, is something that it, it baffles me every time. Uh, I just don't – I couldn't possibly understand uh, the logic there because this is – this is something that every one of the guys on a major league baseball field has not only worked, you know, since they've been in professional baseball, they've worked their entire lives to get to this point since they were eight years old. Everything that they've done, uh, it has been geared towards getting to this point. It's the culmination of a ton of hours and effort, not only from themselves, but their families. Uh, and they're trying to, preserve it as long as they possibly can because everybody in the big leagues knows that it's a short window. Um, and it, it can be consuming. It can be, um, a lot of, a lot of things that are, are probably unhealthy, but at no point, uh, I've, have I ever seen a lack of effort or caring from, um, a major league baseball player. So I, I just, I know that we have a lot of fans that, that don't feel that way. I know we have a lot of fans uh, in Chicago that believe in us, that, that want this team to turn around. I saw uh, actually uh, Monday and Tuesday some unbelievable um, Cubs fans that, that were nothing but positive and really uh, it, it always amazes me in the suburbs here uh, going around and, and you know, playing when I play golf at some places and, and people that come up and lifelong Cub fans and say, hey, we really believe in you guys. We think that you can do it. Um, and and I think that's the coolest experience for me is being able to see the the true um, people who return on Cubs games every night and how how wholeheartedly they believe in this group. Before we talk about all the good stuff that Connect Roasters is doing and First Tee Chicago, I in my notes I came in getting ready to make fun of you and Dakota and Zach for your for your chalkier than chalk open championship picks. I'm like, really? <laughs> You're going to give me Oosthuizen and Spieth and Rory? I'm looking at the leaderboard, and Louis Oosthuizen is leading at six under, and Jordan Spieth is tied for second at five under. So I was I was hoping to get some you know down roster kind of picks here, some value picks, some you know some maybe higher odds some, to make a little money. But no, you guys went totally chalk. But I guess I can't say anything because he's leading. I, I mean, Ustazen is the one of the most steady major players out there. He's always in the top five or top ten. And it's not a name that I think anybody's going to say that he's got the best game in the world. Not, but he is, is so consistent. He's always there. And I hope he can pull it off because that would be incredible. 
Well, and I apologize to, for doing this to Tommy Fleetwood, but at some point, and, and years ago, I had him as circled as a guy who was going to win a major, and I'm still waiting, and I made him bad because that's the effect when I bet on somebody or a team, and if that person becomes bad or they lose a limb or they get the plague or something. But I still think this is uh, – I've, I've got a few a few seasons left of Fleetwood having an opportunity to win, and this would be the one I think he would be most likely to win. So I'll, I'll put down there. I love his game. I, I think he's. I think he's bound to do it at some point. Uh, and I'm always amazed by his golf swing and how he his posture. He's like bent in half the entire way. It's it's wonderful. I will not ask you exactly how much parsley rum you may or may not have consumed on your days off. I hope some. Uh, what's the latest with parsley, and then also connect. Yeah, um, parsley has been awesome. I think we 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 share stories every time we get onto the podcast. We share stories of different um, stadiums uh, where Mizak and Toda have had people yell at us, and uh, it's been really cool. But the the uh, latest with Connect, they just announced um, that the Morale Blend has done eleven hundred hours of programming for the first tee. Um, and, and funding for, for the new uh, facility um, by Waveland. And uh, it's it, it just been such a cool project. And we're so happy that people have supported. And um, we have some new bags coming out soon. So well, th- those are those are close. We just looked at uh, some of the samples yesterday, and um, the new packaging is going to be pretty cool. So we're excited for, for some announcements towards the end of the summer. Very cool. Ian, I'm glad you enjoyed the rest. Here's to a great second half. Have a happy flight, Ian. Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.